do you think it's impossible to graduate with no debt at all for college? You've probably heard that or either that it's impossible or just so hard. Like, here's a loan, right? But then you hear horror stories of people trying to pay back loans, or at least I have. It's insane. I want you to be able to know that it's possible to graduate debt-free. Dr. Candace, my guest, did with no student loans at all whatsoever. We love this idea because sometimes the ability to do something just starts with seeing that someone else did it. I know that you might feel overwhelmed with many areas of life, and so this is just another thing to do, but then you're looking ahead and concerned about the future. Why not listen into this episode? Y'all know a lot of my story. I graduated from college debt-free, also with over $10,000 left over after graduation in my bank account from money I had saved and I hadn't need to use because I had gotten grants and scholarships and internships and money and such. I really want you, a majority of my listeners are Christian college girls wanting to really follow God's guidance for your life and do handle your money well, handle your time well. And you might also probably be an overachiever like me and you want to be on top of it, but sometimes it's just too much. Let me show you an example of how it is possible. And do you need to commiserate with other friends like you who are on this journey, want to do the thing, want to be faith-led, and you just don't know? Just don't know how or what the steps or whatever. Head on over to our Facebook group, our free Facebook group, by the way, Christian College Girl Community. Also, there's a link in the description below, but it's called Christian College Girl Community on Facebook. I post a lot of fire memes and uh, the podcasts and just some advice. We'll have polls, conversations. You can post questions for me. If you ever want to ask me a question about your situation, just head on over and post it. Post the question. Get the conversation going with other people in the group. Christian College Girl Community on Facebook so that we can have a conversation. Cool? Okie doke. Let's get into this episode. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace. Do you want to find scholarships and avoid student loans? You find yourself Googling easy scholarships and how to pay for college. Do you feel overwhelmed with life in general that you can't even think about paying for next semester? Hey, I'm Kara and in college, I too was worried if I was good at money. I couldn't find scholarships that worked specifically for me and I didn't know how to get started while juggling homework and all the things. But that changed through prayer and God's direction. I tested out of classes, learned to budget, and found those perfect scholarships and even had $10,000 left over in the bank after graduation. At BTW, my parents weren't able to help me financially either. If you're ready to find scholarships specific to you, manage your money well, and just stop being broke, then grab your cold brew and TA-89 because class is now in session. Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to do a quick disclaimer. Whoever I'm having on to interview next, I'm so glad that you'll get to hear all this great stuff they have to say. However, I want to clarify that all the opinions expressed in this interview are not necessarily mine, meaning um, if you also you go 
choose to listen to the podcast or YouTube channel of whoever I'm interviewing. I am not necessarily agreeing with all their views or opinions. I just wanted to clarify that because you always need to pray and use discernment with who you listen to. Obviously, with listening to me as well, you need to do that. Thanks so much, guys. Let's get in it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Money and Mental Peace. I'm meeting with my new friend, Dr. Well, I would say Dr. Candace. Yeah, Dr. Candace. Yeah, Dr. Candace Johnson. And um, basically, I'm going to let her talk and I'm going to listen because it's stuff that I both need to learn and you guys, which, which is amazing because she has done like school counseling, mm-hmm. um, admissions counseling. I don't, I don't know if I have the right terminology, but it's compared to other people that we've had on the podcast about like productivity or like their college experience she's going to tell us her college experience too but she has kind of that next level of professional experience so first I just want to say welcome to the podcast and I am put you putting you on the spot because we said we were going to have fun winging some of this can you tell me tell me like two fun random things about you in like two sentences oh my gosh two random things about me mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have my water closed so I'm gonna have to drink it but anyway two random things one the first thing that came to mind is that I love to dance and I did I have a dance party this morning I'm trying to think I think I did I think I had a dance party this morning like I was feeling good and I'm home. The sun was shining through. So that's fun, right? The sun sh- and I was like just dancing. And I can't remember if I had music playing. Um, but I'm sure I was singing a song in my heart or maybe out loud. Like I love to dance. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one. And then two is, um, what's another random thing about me? Uh, uh, how do you take your coffee or do you drink coffee at all? Okay, that's a good question. I do not drink coffee. I don't need it. I drank coffee actually worked at a university and I'll probably end up talking about that. Um, our local university, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. And so I remember um, I worked for the upward bound program. My offices were upstairs down in this building, in an academic building downstairs was like a tutoring center for students. And they had coffee available for students, for staff, administrators to come in. And I was very tired. So I was like, oh, I'll go drink coffee, right? Because coffee helps you wake up. I think I put too much sugar in it. I was like jittery, like shaking. And I like literally vowed, I think in my heart from that day, I'm like, I'm not doing it. And so that was like back in the day, like 2007, 2008. And yeah, so I don't need it. I already have enough energy for myself and other people. So I love (laughs) water and I like ice. I like ice water. I like to crunch on ice. Yes. I also love water. I, I feel like I drink like borderline too much I don't know I do love water and coffee no I feel you because coffee if I do caffeine it's like half calf like I cannot do a ton or I'll even get queasy and I love that you talked about dancing because actually in college um and we're gonna this is my segue okay so Um, in college I actually um was a part of the ballroom dance club and then also, yeah. And then also I did, I, I was part of their um, contemporary dance troupe only for like one year, but like, it was just like a way like to do exercise and whatever. Yeah, so I love that. It's fun. Well, cool. Well, we're so happy to have you. Um, I'm just going straight into your awesome points that you laid out and okay. anybody listening, this might be one episode. It might 
be split up into two depending on how long we do. Um, but can you tell me about your testimony of going to college for free? Oh, man. It says undergrad and most of your master's. That's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, God is good. Listen, and I don't think I really comprehended how amazing God was and how he did that, how he blessed it for me until later on when I look back, I'm like, wait, I went to college for free. (laughs) I'm pronouncing all the letters. Okay. So I just remember, and I tell this to students and you mentioned I have done, I was a college counselor the last two years. That was my official title. And then before that, I worked for our state agency that administers financial aid as a senior outreach counselor. So I was out and about counseling students on financial aid and college access. Before that, like I mentioned, I worked at Upward Bound, which is a federal trio program. That's a college access program. And then, excuse me, before that, I worked for another trio program. So 15 plus years in college access. So when I say I told my students, it's a lot of students through the years that I've worked with. But I remember being in high school and coming into senior year and just having this resolve. I used to call it an attitude, but I like the word resolve better. (laughs) I had this attitude resolve that I'm not paying for college. Like, you know, I just was like, I'm not. I've done well in high school. And GPA was, was looking good. I was very, 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 very active. (laughs) I was in a bunch of clubs. I showed up in the yearbook a lot. Like that meant a lot to me back then. Like, and I was on the yearbook staff. So of course I showed up in the yearbook, mm-hmm. but I still have to say, I was like, um, I was a model student and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, because of that, I'm not going to pay for college. That's just the attitude I had. But not only did I have that resolve, then, you know, God allowed me to take the steps. And I yep. want to be able to say it was him because in the word, it says he's the one that wills us and acts us, you know, to do I think it's his good pleasure. I might have butchered mm-hmm. that verse a little bit, but basically. Oh, all the time on this podcast, yeah. I'm like, I'm paraphrasing what I read in the Bible. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. So, I, you know, what was so cool is that my senior year, we could be office aides or teacher's aides, right? Um, in your schedule. And I'm like, I'm going to aid in the counseling office. Why and not? Then, right. I'm, and, and it was first period. And our school started, I think, at like 7.20 or 7.30. So I, I was in there very early, right? So that also meant that, okay, I have this close relationship with my counselor, who I literally see every year. Mm-hmm. My high school counselor, because I got into the college access world, mm-hmm. I would go to conferences in my city and my state, and she would be there. I actually just ha- saw her in March this year. I was at a conference and I'm like, wait, I don't see my counselor. Where is she? And the next day, her and her buddy, they're retired. They work like part-time at our local, like they're still looking good, feeling good and still helping. And that I just, that gives so much joy to my heart. And she was like, Candace. And I was like, Miss Lampton, even though I can mm-hmm. definitely call her first name, but she's always my counselor. Oh yeah. We got so close because I was her aide. So I was making copies. I was answering the phone. This was back before internet was like in computers. We had computers, but it was just on the cusp of internet. But mostly every, all the information about colleges and scholarships were coming in the mail, like snail mail. 
So since I was their first period, I would get all this literature about colleges and I was the one filing them in the file cabinet, not Google folders, y'all, like a literal <laughs> file cabinet with folders that were in alphabetical order. You had and to read them and such. I had to read them and I had to put them in, okay, W for Western Kentucky University. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was that girl doing that. And then any scholarship information I would get the information first because I was in the counselor's office and it would come in the mail and I was the one opening up the envelope. So I remember getting information about scholarships. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can apply for this one. Okay, make a copy. But I wasn't, and I bless God for this. I had a crew of friends that I would share this with. I'm like, y'all, this foundation is giving away the scholarship. Apply for it, you know? So now that I'm talking it out, I'm like, God, you are just something because you know, it was a foreshadow. Yeah. It yeah. Was a, you you well, knew it was great, but you probably didn't comprehend how, yeah. Right. Like how he was going to use that moment for me to be able to do that on a, on a, a larger scale mm-hmm. in my work, in my professional work. So, you know, um, the also, again, I mentioned my grades were um, really well. I mean, I had good grades and I was very involved. And so those are the things that colleges are looking for. And so I met the admissions counselor for the college I ended up going to because she came to my high school. And I remember they made an announcement on the intercom. was like, oh, you know, Western Kentucky University's admissions counselor is here during this period. Come to the principal's conference room. And I'm like, okay, you know, so I went, met her and she like became my, my go-to my person <laughs> and I would see her in other places I was a part of the YMCA here locally that had a black achievers program when it's for students who um obviously were black because it's black in the name but anyway students it was a college access program and so I would go to the YMCA um downtown Louisville every second and fourth Saturday and they would have sessions for students ninth grade through 12th grade about college. And we were put into career clusters and I was in the communication cluster because I did communication at my high school, yearbook, newspaper, broadcasting, all of that stuff. I really loved it. And so they had a college fair. She was there. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I just met you in my high school. You're also at this program. You know, so we just kept in touch and she applied for the school and she was like, you're going to get this scholarship that's going to pay for everything except for your meals. Wow. And I'm like, awesome. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like my meals. But then, you know, again, I had this information about other scholarships that I was getting at school. So I just applied you know, for them, got a few of those. Um, I applied for like our PTSA scholarship, Parent Teacher and Student Association scholarship. I got that from my high school um, Target, OMG, <laughs> Target, which I still do. I really like Target. But anyway, we would go to Target a lot when I was little and they had a bulletin board, a bulletin board. Like, yeah, don't have bulletin boards like they used to do. Right. Or used to. And I read the bulletin board and they had a flyer about a scholarship and it was twenty five hundred dollars. And I applied and they gave away two for students who lived in that area where Target was located. And I got like the big check from wow. them. And I can't remember if I went to the store. I don't know how. All I know is I got the big check, but also a real check with <laughs> with money. That's exciting. So that that was how um, that happened. And also a blessing, the church that I attended at the time, the church where I grew up in, 
And they still, to this day, I, I don't attend there, but my parents are still there. And my mom is on the scholarship committee. So shout out to my mom to this day. And it's such a blessing because they give scholarships to mm-hmm. their young people. And my myself and my brother, he's just a year younger than me. We got a three-year scholarship from my church. So that was renewable. Wow. And as long as I was still in school, they didn't ask for my transcript. And I, I did okay in school, um, you know, and kept my scholarship. <laughs> um, so I had that. And then get this, and then I'm going to stop talking because I feel like I've just really been talking it up. But it's great. But um. Oh, God, it's so good. Thank you, God, because he just reminded me of this, that my senior year, our state of Kentucky started a scholarship program and used funds from our lottery program. That was the whole thing. Like, if we're going to have a lottery, we got to use the proceeds to help fund scholarships. So that was a way for voters to say, yeah, here right now, because we're going to use, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm not playing the lottery, but I will receive the scholarship. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, lottery players. Um, because this helps me. And as long as you had to go to a school in Kentucky to, to use it. And Kara, get this. Well, of course, that becomes the organization that I worked for for 10 and a half years. The organization that administered wow. that scholarship that started my senior year of high school. I was able to work for them. So I'm like, I was a recipient of the key scholarship. It's Kentucky Educational Excellence Scholarship based on students GPA and their highest um, standardized test score that they earn before they graduate. And it ends up being a four-year renewable scholarship in college. Wow. So, so that, that like, almost sounds like you had like more money than you need, or was it also enough with like, cause there's textbooks was, and fees. Yeah, it was more than enough. I did receive a residual back every year that I was in mm-hmm. college. And once I got to college, the blessing was, is that I kept looking for scholarships. I just was like, well, I'm already here. So let's keep yeah. looking. And and, was- and a lot of times there's um there's like incoming freshmen and scholarships, but then it depends on what the school calls it. And obviously, you, you know, I'm just explaining for the listeners, but yeah. then there's like current, or at least for me, it was called current student scholarships. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, if you've already been, so there's still constantly new ones you're open to. And then you need to look into like the actual program you're in. Cause then right. there can be specific ones. So yes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how, that's my testimony. And thank you for allowing me to, I know we're not ending, but I just feel like saying thank you for allowing me to share it because um, your listeners, like it's possible. And I know that's the whole premise behind you sharing your testimony mm-hmm. and then having this platform is that, you know, if the desire is there, right? Like, and you do what's possible, God can do the impossible. And that's my, that's a part of my testimony. Mm, I love it. And so many things pop out to me from that. Um, Also the fact that the first time I was um, met someone from your area, I did not know how to pronounce the name of the town. So I was like, what is Louisville? (laughs) But besides that, on a serious note, um, (laughs) Um, what stood out to me is the same that I kind of have gotten to. So I got into listening to Dave Ramsey stuff in high school. So that kind of motivated me for like debt free, whatever. But like something that you said was, I'm going to have somebody else pay for it or, you know, or I'm not going to do this or, or actually I did pay for some of mine, but I didn't want debt for it. And so in my opinion, what I've told people is it's very simple how I graduated from college debt free. Very simple. I didn't get a loan. 
Now that doesn't mean it's easy. Right. But the how was simple and, and, um, you know, everybody listening needs to pray about it and make their own decision on that. But it sounds like what you had said is almost like compared to like, if someone's like, people are getting married and having a hard time, they're like, we're, we're not going to jump to divorce. We're going to go to counseling or something. You know, I'm not married. I don't feel like I can talk on that, but just an example of like loan was just not in my vocabulary. So I was just going to figure it out. Well, with God, God was going to help me figure it out. And of course, everybody listening, pray about that, figure that out. But it sounds like that's kind of where you were at slash. It was also just like an attitude. And it was for me, I was like, I'm not going to do like, I have all of these people that are paying down loans and then all the whole thing with taxes and whatever. If, if this is how the structure, it was both talking to God and his guidance, but it was also like, if this is the structure of our government, man, I'm going to have somebody else pay for my school. Like, why do I need to do it? (laughs) Yeah. So I don't remember, I don't think I knew. And it's, and maybe my parents did say like, you don't want a loan, but I'm so grateful because I grew up in a household where um, my parents are, are very good with handling their finances. And actually my dad says that it was my mom, you know, his wife who helped him along the way. And I think it's so powerful because my grandmother, my mother's mom didn't finish middle school. I I don't think, I hope I'm getting that right. And she'll correct me if not, but Mm -hmm. you know, so, and my, my grandfather, we called him pop and they were in Alabama. Okay. Think about it. My mom was born in 48, right? So civil rights movement, she marched with Martin Luther King, you know, like, so wow. think about where our world was in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. She went to college late 60s into the 70s. Like, I think she, she graduated high school in 1966. And um, college was, you know, what didn't cost as much <laughs> as it did, as it does now. However, you know, think about the education that my, my pop and my grandmother, my pop, dropped out of school his sophomore year of mm-hmm. high school to help raise a family and, and, and work. He, he actually worked um, as a, he, he kept a home, he cooked, he served. Wow. Um, and so that's, that's my family that, you know, that's my family. And so for my grandparents to send five children, my mom's parents to college and if I'm not mistaken, all of them have their master. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, they all have their bachelor's degree, at least. Sure. I mean, that's huge. Especially yeah. even the fact that before, like, bachelor's was almost bigger than it is now. Like, now it's like yeah. you have to get a master's to feel like it's yeah. the same level. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I just I just thank God for just the legacy in my family, um, the importance of education and how, like I said, I don't remember my parents saying no loans, no loans. I just, I don't even know if I knew what a loan was at the time. I just knew I'm not paying, I'm not paying for college. Yeah. And, and then I did the work. So I think that's, that's key, right? Like, and then I was in a position to get the information. I put, I showed up, I was in a position to get the information and do the work necessary to obtain what it is that I was believing for. Mm-hmm. You There's stuff you have to do, right? Yeah. Even helping with that now. Like, and that's why I said, you know, I did the possible, he does the impossible. There, there, there's still things that students have to do, right? Like you have to show up to class. You have to turn in your homework. All that stuff matters. All that stuff counts. And now I'm going into like 
counselor mode. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to, let me segue into that. So then, so yes, we we have stuff to do, the possible. But yeah. if you have connections, then yeah. sometimes sometimes you're doing less, and other people are doing more. Like oh, I found this and I thought of you. So there, there is that, but also, right, we want to keep it simple, right? Um, and so how could students connect with others so that maybe they're doing some of the work for them? Like there's connections, there's rapport, there's networking. Can you lead into those points? And then these are also kind of practical. Maybe you could actually literally be like advice on a few points. Yeah, absolutely. Because the first thing I was going to say is, um, I'll start with, here's something practical, you know, especially if you're a believer. Um, and even if you're not, you've heard this like goal setting, write your goals down. Okay. So as a believer, look at, I think you pronounce it Habakkuk, <laughs> H-A-B period, two and two, where it says, write the vision and make it plain so that men who read it will run. So write down, and I tell students this, write down mm. what it is that you desire, right? So if it's, I want to go to XYZ college, write that down and then research how much it costs. That's simple because you can go on Google and the algorithm will bring up, you know, Google will bring up on the right hand corner of your screen or on your phone, it'll be right there. The net costs, right? Or the cost of attendance of that university and write that number down. So, you know, okay, this is how much I need. Right. So I would say start there and you can, of course, do do your lofty goals, do your long term, do your short term goals and things like that. And then share that information with someone. Right. Here's your someone. Number one, your family. Right. Because what you do does impact your family. And if you're living with parents or maybe you're living with a caretaker, if you're living with parents, you're going to need them because in the college process, applying for scholarships, applying for financial aid, through the FAFSA form, you're going to need their information. So definitely share it with them. But also I would say your next person would be your school counselor. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's making those connections. So if you're at a public high school in the United States, they, you're not the only student, right? Like <laughs> there's a lot of you. I was at a high school and in my class, if I'm not mistaken, freshman year, we started out with 400 students in my freshman class. Wow. Right. So the fact that I had a one-on-one relationship with my counselor was key, but also I aided in the counselor's office. So if your school has that type of opportunity, try to be an aide or at least be a teacher's aide. And if you have some free time, you can go meet with your counselor, but try to see if you can be an aide in the counselor's office and you are in on the know. There's a lot of things that go down in the counseling office. And I'd and say it, both high school and college. I had friends who were student assistants yeah. in college in the counseling admissions. Uh, yeah. I worked in an, I, duh, I worked, God, just is so good. Anyway, so those are things in terms of making connections. Um, and, and in making those connections, you want to share what your goals are. I like to say, share them with that dream pusher, someone who's going to hold you accountable, but also has been where you are trying to go. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think in a school setting and students are, are very discerning of who they can connect with. You know, which teacher is cool 
that you're like, okay, if I come to them and share this, this, and this, them, like they're going to look out for me. They're going to, they have information to share with me. They're going to tell me, oh, I think you should try this or yes, good job. You know, you find that person. And even if it's not the counselor that you're not able to connect with, there's a teacher that's been to college because they had to, or they wouldn't be a teacher, you know, like, so they've been through where you are and they can give you that wisdom and advice and then connect you to someone else that can help. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is, I think the last thing I'll say on this is that um, most high schools, whether it's a public high school, whether it's a private high school, maybe you're homeschooled. Okay. But in your community, there are organizations that provide college access help. And also, if you're like, nope, there's nothing like that, you have this online space. You have this podcast. You have organizations online that that's like literally what they do. They provide college access information. So if you don't have access to that personally in your hometown, listen, you can find it online. You can, I'm here to help. And I know Kara will leave my information. It's like you have people around you and you just need to utilize them. But what I would say is that um, you can make, you want to make good connections with the admission counselors at the colleges that you are thinking about that you're aspiring to attend. Maybe that it's your college in your hometown. Pick up the phone and call Mm -hmm. or go on their website. And most of the admissions counselors, their pictures on the website they have um, a list of their territory. So basically they have a list of high schools that they are the counselor for, or you can use the search engine to put in your county or your city. You can see which admissions counselor covers your area and you can email them. They are the gatekeeper is what I like to say for that university. And their job is to recruit. Their job is to help students. Their job is to be that guide for students. And so when you make those connections, and that was my story. I mentioned that I met my admissions counselor at my high school, and then I would see her, or basically was following her everywhere. I would see her at different events in my city. I would see her at the Black Achievers program, and we stayed connected. I had her phone number, so if I had questions about scholarships or the application, I could reach out to her. And so that's definitely a connection. You want to connect with the person who is where you aspire to be, like, like literally they work there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and then um, what happened again, once I got to my college, we stayed in touch. And then she connected me to others who were stationed on my college campus to help move me along with different, with other programs I could be a part of. Um, it's who you know. I'm telling you. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I love it. And I'm taking out some really good points. For example, um, well, basically everything you just said, (laughs) listen to it, everybody. But also an example of what I did when I transferred, this is a little bit different, but I was going from community college to a university. So there's a bit of, there's a bit of stuff going on with transferring. I not only met with my community college advisor but the new university advisor to make sure everything was kosher so there's that um also throwing out there um when you talked about resources i have a free facebook group it's the christian college girl community and it's like anybody wants to come post a question i'll help you hunt stuff down like that's part of the thing and i know we're going to mention this at the end but i feel like it's a good time to ask you about it right now have you um um aired or dropped your podcast yet or okay you want to do you want to mention that yeah so my podcast 
as of right now, is called Vision Speak Live. <laughs> I'm going to tell you now the name is going to change. Um, it definitely is going to change. So but if we get a link, then at least oh, yeah, it'll change. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll say, you'll still, whether you're listening to this in real time or like 15 years from now, you'll be able to get in touch with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my podcast right now is focused on identity in Christ, encouraging women um, to get up from what the things that have caused them to, to hide. Oh my goodness. Um, or, or pull back. And so that's my focus right now. Um, so yeah, but again, it's called vision speak live and I'm talking about identity, talking about purpose and, um, sharing really encouragement through the word of God for you to get up from what set you down. Love that. Love that. So connect with her on all of these details. And, um, honestly, and let me say this, like it's, it's geared towards women, but I have men who listen and I shout y'all out too. I shout out, I shout out the guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, I love us talking on this. Um, we're actually slowly running out of time. And I was wondering if, if I could do the last portion as kind of a combo of two questions that I think the overarching theme is mindset. So, mm-hmm. So as you were just talking about your podcast and like identity, purpose, I feel like a lot of that is starts in with God and in our mind, right? So um, regarding two things that you had suggested you'd like to talk about, you're talking, you've mentioned a scholarship mindset and also mindset of grace, right? With college admissions and such. Um, I love these kind of interviews because I don't even ask a specific question. I just say, Let's do this topic and and just give us all the details. So what are you going to explain to us about scholarship mindset and this grace mindset as as people are looking into college? Oh, my goodness. So I think I'll start with the grace mindset because that I would say that's number one. And this is something that I'm leaning into and have been leaning into since 2019. So it's newer for me because I think I was telling Kara before we hit record, like, I was the girl who always said yes. I mentioned early on, I think that I was in every single club. I was doing the most, really. And I also worked part-time. I didn't even mention that. So I was very active as a teenager and, you know, carried that on into adulthood where I felt like I had to do everything um, until I connected with the community. Actually, let me take it back. My colleague at the time, we were talking about protecting our schedule, taking time off for ourselves before we scheduled everything else. And I was like, wait what really <laughs> like schedule my time off first before I say yes to this school I can do that <laughs> yeah I could do that I, I you know I worked in an environment where we had that freedom to set our schedule we didn't have to do everything all on the weekend you know so that just was so transformational for me and I say that I think that it's really a part of my mandate to share that with students and families because in our world, achievement culture like is so a thing. And we're we talk about college with preschoolers, right? Like we have savings plans. I mean, and I hey, I started one too when my daughter was younger. Yeah. You have five to nine college savings plans, which to me is wisdom because you know, over time money grows, you know, like there's more time invested. But we really as parent, I'm a parent, start thinking about college early on. On so much that even impacts what schools we especially in my city and our ugh, ah, anyway um but it's gonna it's gonna be it's all good 
let me <laughs> have the attitude about it. But we really do. We, uh, a lot of families think about, okay, I have to get them in this elementary school because that's going to lead to this middle school. That's going to lead to this high school. And then they'll have this exposure to these colleges. Um, and I've been a part of that system. So I, I'm in it, you know, I, I've been in it. Um, and I think that it's so key to realize, especially if you're not even, to realize that God does not want us to operate where we're doing all the things. That's not life for us, right? He came that we might have life and have life more abundantly. And is life really ripping and running, right? Is life really forcing our children to be in all these activities because we think that's going to help them get into this, this top college, which there are so many students that have that same GPA, 4.35, that have that those all those activities that have that bomb essay that have those awesome recommendation letters, but that college only has so many slots for your mm-hmm. students competing. And based on the data, you're not going to be able to get, you know, like, so to what end? And so I think that um, the grace mindset around it is so key because I just believe, you know, all things work together for the good And if God truly is God in your life and he's your heavenly father, he's going to get you to where he needs you to be. He is a God that orders our steps. He's a God that opens doors. And again, we do have to walk through them, but Mm -hmm. he's going to give us grace and wisdom to do so. So I just, I believe in that. That's how I've been living my life. Um, Even when I didn't really realize it, he's just done it. And I think now there's just more awareness because he has opened my eyes to see it. It's not me on my own. It's him opening my eyes to see it and not forcing it. In Matthew 28, no, Matthew 11, 28 through 30, in the message translation, we know it as, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. In the message translation, there's this line in there that says, um, learn the unforced rhythms of God's grace. And that blessed me because I was forcing things to happen, right? Mm -hmm. But when you sit with God and come unto him, he transforms you and you begin to learn his unforced rhythms of grace. Okay, let me show up how I need to show up. Let me do the things I'm supposed to do as a student in school, whether I'm in high school, middle school, elementary school, or in college. And God is going to grace me. He's going to supernaturally allow doors to open Mm -hmm. because I'm ready for it. So I say that is so key. I hope everyone understands what I'm trying to say. If not, let me know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the mindset. So when we have that grace mindset, when we have, or I call it like a scholarship mindset, I borrowed it from um, this gentleman I met years ago and he has a book called The Million Dollar Scholar. And he talked about those practical things that you do to get ready. So if you know that you're interested in going to college or pursuing a business or, you know, whatever dream it is you have, well, do those next things to help you get ready, right? So if you want to go to college and you know the college requires you to have an essay, requires you to have two recommendation letters, right? Requires whatever else. They want to see your leadership. Okay, freshman, sophomore year, you're thinking, okay, What are those activities that I can be involved in as a high school student to get me that leadership experience, right? Who are those teachers that are getting to know me and I'm getting to know them that I think they would write me a good recommendation letter and then just write their names down. I'm not saying sophomore year, go ahead and ask them for that letter, but you're just starting to think about those things. So that's what I mean by 
scholarship mindset and that it's in grace. You're not rushing, right? Like it's planned out, but it's not, you're not staying up late at night trying to crank something out. Yeah. I I can almost see that. Oh, I'm sorry. I can almost see that how I would do it for myself personally is I would like put a timer on for 10 minutes and think of as much as I can think of, or like going and talking to somebody. Like, I feel like there's a difference between like just touch points, just thinking on it ahead versus you don't have to worry about it and stay up late and lose sleep over it. Sorry. I thought you had a lull. So I was going to say that. (laughs) No, that is so good. So that's what I mean. Um, I hope that makes sense to the listeners. Um, But yeah, just, in grace. And I think that, you know, it's definitely, you know, the college process. And I just think about families and I've worked with a lot of families through the years and it's your baby going to the next level, right? So there's some, a lot of unknowns and are they going to be okay? And are they going to be in an environment that's safe, Mm -hmm. right? Like, are they going to meet friends, right? Like, for a lot of families, you know, in our country, the money piece may not be a worry to them, but those other things are. And then for a lot of other families at the top of their mind is how are we going to afford this? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and you said it, you went to a community college. So we also want to think about what are some ways that are going to be more feasible or make more sense. I would shape base, and pray, like pray, 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 pray. That's number one, because God will lead you. But what makes more sense? I don't even know if I want to use the word sense, but what is it that God would have us do, right? Because Mm -hmm. if we're thinking about purpose, which is really what I love, if students understand their purpose, right, they understand that education can be a door and they understand their why. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I work, I do the college stuff and I say, college is not the one thing that's going to give you the successful life, but it can be helpful as a tool. So we are actually at less than a minute before our Zoom call kicks out. out. And so this is perfect timing, but can you remind us again where everyone can find you? And I just really thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we can be new internet friends. Love it. Okay. So I do have a link tree. So you can do the link tree. I think it's forward slash Dr. Candace Johnson. And then on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, I'm on there dropping episodes every week. It's called Vision Speak Live. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we also fit it in the time frame. I could get a longer Zoom call thing, but this helps me be succinct. (laughs) So it's great to have you. Everyone go check out Dr. Candace. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, if you're still listening now, you all out there are the real OG, okay? So does Gen Z even say OG anymore? I don't know. I'm kind of a zillennial right in the middle. I digress. If you want to come hang out with other Zers, Zillennials, and Millennials, and anybody loving this episode, head on over to our Facebook group, Christian College Girl Community, to look at our fire memes that we post in the group, as well as ask me any questions about your situation, your college, about scholarships. Go on over to the Facebook group and post your questions or comment or tell me what you want to hear about next. Cool. That's Christian College Girl Community on Facebook. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. 
Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who wants to get scholarships and avoid student loans just like you? Okay, now I'm off to hopefully play some Ultimate Frisbee. I'll meet you back here in a few days for another episode. Bye!